Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. All right, I guess I will start this one. It's the Growing in Grace podcast. I am Joel Brzezinski. That guy over there, Mike Kepler. Together we are the Growing in Grace guys here at growingingrace.org. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, I'm really excited because one of my three favorite movies from my teenage in early 20 years was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I make no secret about that. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, they were Bill and Ted, and together they were the Wild Stallions. <laughs> and so together, we, we, you know, we go, we have a pretty excellent adventure here, here on the Growing and Grace podcast. We're no Bill and Ted, that's for sure, but we're Mike Joel. <laughs> I, I do want it to be understood in case somebody has trouble distinguishing our voices that it's Joel who likes <laughs> that was, those movies. That's, that's right. And I make no secret about the fact that I am loving the fact that next year, in the year 2020, on my son's birthday of all days, the Bill and Ted 3 is coming out. They are making <laughs> part three of that movie. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter... Some of the old cast, they're all getting together, and they, they've actually started filming already by the time this podcast is out. So <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there for some of our listeners, but we, we've been talking about some pretty exciting stuff here, I think. This stuff, I know it excites you, Cap. It excites me talking about the law and how in Jesus Christ we have no relationship to God's law. Now, of course... As citizens of earth, temporary citizens of earth, well, we are, of course, citizens of heaven. We are living here. We're visiting this planet, only visiting this planet, as Larry Norman would say. There mm -hmm. are laws of the land, and yeah, sure, if we break the laws of the land, we're going to be, be put in jail, we're going to be paying fines or whatever, and that's just life here on planet earth. But even so, the laws of the land, even with the laws of the land, there are still Lots and lots of people in jail. People still pay fines. The laws of the land might curb behavior because some people fear the consequences of breaking a law. But the laws of the land don't even change a person's heart. And so in this, um, this conversation that we were talking about last week that I had with somebody on social media where somebody was saying that we need to be obedient once we're born again. We need to keep the commandments of God. We need to keep the law. Uh, and I brought up how John said that Jesus' commandments are not burdensome, and Jesus' commandments were to believe the gospel and to love one another as he had loved them. But Paul says that the law of Moses is the ministry of death and condemnation, and it's bondage, it's the power of sin, and it's burdensome. And so this person said to me, you must find it difficult obeying the laws of the land too, since laws meant for our good is burdensome. <laughs> and so I had actually, you know, I don't like just going back and forth with people like angrily or anything like that, but I had stepped back and I, I said, I prayed, you know, how should I respond to that? And, and this is just what came to me. So I wrote this, the laws of the land are set up 
because the government doesn't trust me to live right without a set of thousands of parameters. That's the reason laws are given. Whether they work or not, for all people, the government doesn't trust me to live right. However, regarding God's law, God wants me to live free from it. He has set me free from it because he trusts his spirit in me to guide me in what is right far more than he trusts me to keep his laws. <laughs> God did not make us born again just to keep laws, but in fact, he had us to die to the law. Whether And again, as Gentiles, we were never actually under the law of Moses, but he wants us to live apart from law because through the law, it was the ministry of death. Through lo- the law, sin increased. Through the law, sin revived, as we talked about last week. But here's the thing that Paul has said, and then I'll pass this back to you, Cap. Now, we want to do right. We want to bear fruit. Well, here's what Paul had said, and this is just so key to understanding why we do not live under the law in our lives in Christ. Paul said, therefore, brethren, you have also become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. So there's two reasons, he said there, that he needed to become dead to the law. One was so that he could be joined to Christ, (laughs) to him who was raised from the dead. And two, so that he could bear fruit to God. It's, it's not through trying to follow the law, even with the Holy Spirit's help. It's not through that. It's by being dead to the law that a person is joined to Christ and can bear fruit to God. Yeah, I mean, this it's even a shame that we, have, in a way, it's a shame that we have to kind of sit around and continue to talk about these things. But we do because we're trying to help people get out of a works-based mentality and into a grace-based one. Mm-hmm. And religion simply hasn't done that for people. Right. <laughs> and, and so here we are trying to help people like we have had to do, help people unlearn many of the religious teachings we've had through our church denominations and other sources, and get focused with some new covenant lenses, some grace glasses, so that we can see the gospel from an entirely different perspective than the many things we may have been taught over the years that really aren't necessarily the gospel. Like what you were talking about, we started this last week talking about a social media post that you made on your Grace Roots Facebook page, and all you did was quote two verses of Scripture, and somebody jumped right in and said, this is why you're so far off. This is why you shouldn't be teaching this stuff. And they they wrapped up the conversation with this, and it's a mind-blower They said grace and law cannot be separated. That's the deception you were preaching. (laughs) (laughs) And they finished with this. Please don't add or take away from the word. That's serious. So here we got somebody who's saying we're supposed to follow the law. We're supposed to follow the commandments. And grace will enable us to follow the commandments. And that just isn't. New Covenant Christianity, my friends. It's just not. <laughs> it's not. Right. And they're telling you, Joel, don't take away from the Word when that's the very thing that they're doing by trying to tell us that we're supposed to adhere to the law. They don't have any idea what the law is saying. They just don't. They don't understand it. And Paul even addressed people like that when he was writing to Timothy. There are those who desire to be teachers of the law, but they have no idea what they're saying. They don't know what they're talking about. And Paul went on to say, the law wasn't meant for the righteous in Christ Jesus. It has a purpose. 
the law had a purpose. And, and as you said, Joel, it wasn't even meant for us Gentiles, but because we've got this Judeo-Christian mixture of law and grace, we've got to try to address it to help see people get freed from a, a burdensome Christianity, if you want to call it that, a burdensome religious thing that just holds people down and doesn't help them get more established in the love of God that was poured out through Jesus Christ. But yeah, I think you hit on a key point there, and, and that is that we bear fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. It's not even our fruit, it's His fruit, and that comes through the Spirit who lives within us, and it occurs apart from the law. The fruit of the Spirit, there is no law against those things. So what some of these people are talking about, and I, and I swear some of these some of these legalists out there, they, they and, and we, were, we were part of that camp to some degree many years ago. Mm -hmm. So this is why we have such passion for it. But I wonder if some of these people get together and have a conference call every week <laughs> because they're, they're saying the same things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're all saying the same things, the same verbiage, the same catchphrases. But yeah, so the law, again, as we mentioned before, it caused sin to increase. It wasn't given to reduce sin. Jesus wasn't the beginning of the law for all who would believe. He became the end of the law for all who would believe. The law didn't reduce sin. It increased it. The law was not the ministry of life. It was the ministry of death and condemnation. All of it. All of it was. And there was a full package that always had to stay together. We can't just break it up and say, well, we'll use these laws and commandments for our Christian religion, but some of those were just for the Jews. No, it, it was all for Israel, and it all needed to come to an end. Christ became the end of that law and freed us into something new and better. He became our guarantee, right? <laughs> and so that's where our life is from now, the spirit within, the spirit of Jesus Christ. And this is just so crazy because th this talk about mixing law and grace, it is a slap in the face of the finished work of Jesus Christ to suggest that people should be trying to somehow live by that written code that the Apostle Paul and others said kills, that the letter, the written letter, it killed, it didn't bring life. Right, yeah, Jesus came to save people from that, and they say that we need to go back to it, and that is, it, it really is a slap in the face, and it's an insult to the blood of Jesus. It's partly what the writer of Hebrews was talking about in Hebrews 10.26, where he talks about in insulting the blood of Jesus. It's not by sinning that we insult the blood of Jesus. It's by sinning, and well, it's by rejecting the blood of Jesus as the only sacrifice for sins. By saying we have to go back and keep the law, that's that's a slap in the face to Jesus. And, you know, like, like you were saying, along with what you had said, you know, these people just, they get these things in their minds, whether it's through what they've been taught or through their own Bible reading, they zero in on certain passages, and this is just, this is Christianity to them. Uh, something else this person had said, and I'll wrap up with this, is she said, the law will never save— so a lot of these people say that. They agree that the law will never save, but, and they'll add this but, but it requires, and in capital letters, obedience to love what God loves and to hate what God hates. And that's not 
the gospel at all. It's good to love what God loves, sure. It's good to hate what God hates, but that's not the gospel. And so this is how, how he ended things with this person before she said that grace and law cannot be separated because I let her have the last comment. But I said, you have to ignore the new covenant epistles to believe as you do. There is much said about living right and bearing good fruit apart from the law in the scriptures. You know, I'd shared a ton of scriptures with you already. There's so much more great stuff that our dear Father has given us in Christ apart from the law. And then here's what I think is true of all people. I said, but if you have ignored what I've already shared from the scriptures, I won't expect you to pay attention to anything else that I share from the scriptures. So I said, all the best. I wish you well as you walk with your Lord. And, and that's the thing, that if they have a mindset that you have to live by law and grace, that the Holy Spirit enables us to keep the law. If you have that mindset, you really do have to ignore a whole ton of scriptures, <laughs> a whole ton of these new covenant uh, writings of Paul, especially, uh, who said that it's it's a, a it's a life apart from law. It's love. It's obedience from our heart, not not obedience to laws, but it's a, it's an obedience that comes from our heart. And and so many things that Paul says. He, he really, he had been under the law his entire life, and he, of all people, knew that he had to die to the law in order to be married to Christ and in order to bear fruit to God. So we'll have a little bit more on this next week. We'll talk more about the dangers of mixing law and grace. You just can't do it. No mixing of law and grace. More next week on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.